Hi. Hi. Welcome again. Where's Von Rutkowski? I don't know. <laughs> Von Rutkowski is retired for now. Yeah, he's, he might come back, though. He needs, he's a lunatic. You never know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hanging out with Michael Berryman. <clears throat> Michael Berryman's found love now. I don't. I mean, he might still be a lunatic, but I think he's okay. Like it's, a Mickey and Mallory thing. Yeah, he's set down the chainsaw. Only love beats the demon. So. Hills Have Eyes could have gone entirely different. Yeah, totally. Exactly. If fun. they just would have found love. Yeah. So what did we watch that we promised last time? <laughs> that we threat threatened last time. Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Yeah. Which sent Sean down a spiral of Piazadorum. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yes. Unprovo- yeah. I th- it wasn't provoked. Yeah, I was going to say, you did this to yourself, Sean. I, I, I do this to myself. I mean, back... I did this during the Breen films. You know, I just started doing a bunch of research and, and rewatching those movies several times. Right. And uh, is this a thing? Do you get like obsessive about sometimes that kind of stuff? I, I have an obsessive personality right. to some degree, uh, right? For sure. It it occurred to me when we were talking about this movie that I hadn't really seen Piazzadora's work. <laughs> air quotes we're on video <laughs> right right um i knew her as nothing more than a musician actually or a singer and uh, you know i wasn't even really that familiar with that right i just knew she was in playboy and she sang some songs and um and then that's it so i'm like well let's see what else piazadora is what about. else was she in she was in uh, Santa Claus and the Martians. Yes. Right. But there's like something that I knew about that I saw her and I can't think of what it is. You're the resident well, expert on Pia Sedora. <laughs> what was the what's the movie I was thinking of? Like what's the biggest thing she did besides Playboy? Um well hairspray, she's in for okay. all of twenty seconds. Uh there's some movie I saw as a child in the, the 80s the, that had the, Pia Sedora. The four movies that I watched were Butterfly. <laughs> okay. Um Woof. Fake out. Pajama tops. <laughs> and, uh, Jesus, what was the other <laughs> it's, it's all blended uh, it, together. It, oh, oh, oh. The Lonely Lady. Got it. Which okay. probably is the, the th- one that is. The, the Lonely Lady. Yeah. That totally sounds. That's the one. Yeah, for sure. It's the only movie that's readily available on Right. Right. Got it. And Got even it. that was only as of last year. Right. And Craig is the lonely man in this <laughs> yes. one. Yes, he yeah. is. Swapping roles. I, I'd never heard of this movie before until it just happened to stumble across one of my news feeds. Uh, I misinformed everybody that it is available on YouTube. When I'm looking at all these different films that I'm considering for uh, view and spew review, I think this one was one of those where I may have mistaken it as a review you know, when you put in right, anything right, into yeah. YouTube, it came up, and then it said like an hour and forty-three minutes or whatever, and I, right. I just assumed that that was the movie. But I think it was when I looked at it. He went, Sean, when you said, "Hey, I don't think it's on," you know, YouTube. I yeah. can't seem to find it. I think it was yeah, some uh, some review that was longer than the actual movie. Um, but the the trailers are up there. I had to get this through a German distributor uh comes with two discs one that's in four three ratio and one that's 16 by nine so they actually did not uh keep to the original uh ratio uh because on imdb it says that it was 185 which is flat which would make sense it doesn't look like it's exploded too much if it was scope right and then they bring it to uh four three or even 16 by 9, it would look a little exploded, a little uh, too much um, grain in there. Uh, it's a Region 2 PAL, um, but this was the only place that I could actually find a version of this movie. And it it kind of seems apparent why it would not be in the U.S. Yeah. I'm wondering, because we found out that uh, one of the songwriters, Jack White... <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, not who actually is not the Jack White that that we know. I choose to believe it is songwriter slash football star in Germany. By the way, yes. Uh, so he was is a football player who became a songwriter, right. soccer in America. Right, right. Yeah. For us Yankees, footy. 
footy. Um, is it? Yeah. What? What happened? Just saying. I what? just like. I just oh. want. I want. I want to just like let the glory. Let I mean, you're in. gonna have a picture, but look at the glory of it. The glory of this movie. All right. So let's get in the meat of. Uh, should people track this movie down, though, is the thing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Holy cow. Holy cow, this movie. What a thing this is. <laughs> a lot of ideas just thrown into the soup. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a hodgepodge. It's a mess. Like, there's a lot of, like, just real bad, falling flat on their face jokes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a blender of, like, everything that must have been really kind of hot and cutting edge, like, in 84 at the time. It feels like a very mtv movie oh absolutely. But, absolutely. 1984 the, yeah like the yeah, yeah the time that you want to have music videos for yeah. everything mm-hmm. and that's how this felt it just it felt like everything else that surrounded just music videos in between absolutely like and the I mean, tone would either change right, i mean right. i know that they did work with the the struggle of whatever the character was going through like i said you know there's a part you know craig Sheffer, his character mm-hmm. is like you know i'm lonely and you know i want her back and i'm just the wild beast and right and, and that was a complete set piece all he's, on he's its talking own. about how you know about the the pressures of being a man and having to keep yeah. up like his appearances yes. and you know be the tough dude all the time right <laughs> so i mean there was deliberate thought in the right. songwriting process in order to have kind of a cohesive character yeah yeah yeah, yeah for sure um but yeah very much like it, it you know a musical in the way that it's like people break into song about the things they're thinking there's dance sequences and stuff like that but it also it feels like it's not like a, a MTV movie in the way that like Electric Dreams is an MTV movie which very much is you know made by somebody who's an actual music video director mm-hmm. and has really tremendous music and it's like it's almost like these would be two sides of the same coin right it's like you have Electric dreams this is a really good mtv and this is just like well we're just gonna throw all the crap the crazy fashions you know whatever like musical trends were happening at the time that's kind of the impression i got i am curious how the response would have been for a movie like this when it came out like i can see this movie being something that people just go ape over at the time Mm. you know like maybe a year later they'd be embarrassed by that fact but at the time in 84 seeing this oh yeah this is the coolest movie well who who were the big hitters were jermaine jackson do you think a lot of the (laughs) like marketing material was like you know jermaine is in this Uh, i guess we didn't watch it we should have watched the trailer to see if he was just carpeted through all the trailers right right uh or not maybe that's part of the reason why this is not available in the u.s could be the jermaine jackson track yeah uh pia zadora at that time she was her her music career was starting at that point okay uh i think she had just dropped her first record a year or two prior right i would think it was you know also just like the styles the new wave thing uh which certainly wasn't brand new in 84 but still was kind of cutting edge in 84 Mm -hmm. um you know people that knew things probably knew about it before but i would say that 84 unless i'm wrong on this is probably when it was really starting to hit the mainstream so it probably would have felt super fresh even though these guys are uh, clearly just imitating devo you know kind of badly but i think that that would have been something that would have felt really fresh and new at the time yeah so you had the style of the aliens which was more devo-ish and it got more devo-ish as it went on yeah uh, then you had Jimmy and the Mustangs, who were the the Stray, Stray Cats, Cats, sure, yeah. sure, uh, which Absolutely. huge at that time too, eighty four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? that yeah, was yeah. at their peak. Uh, and then th- th- I, I really appreciated the the types of things that we were wishing for throughout the movie actually did happen. <laughs> right, right. There was the battle yeah. between the two bands on two different stages, yeah. kind of going at it. There was it, like a the, dance battle. Yeah, like see like who we can who we can you know the kind of the. Um, the scott pilgrim sort of thing right where, you know, right they're, they're going back and forth one will stop the other one will play and like who's gonna win and i thought that was cool because it was the same song yeah like yeah. they were doing uh the same song as In their style i guess i don't know what that first style 
would have really been but you know then have like the kind of rockabilly style yeah. then you've got the uh you've got the the straight up new wave devo kind of yeah, thing just call yeah. It devo yeah. yeah sure yeah absolutely because yeah, it doesn't really fit anything with anything keto. else i mean it, right. it's it's very devo yeah absolutely and i think back to your point about how is this received i mean obviously this is not a movie that's spoken about yeah a, a yeah, lot yeah. today I think it, it's all because of the actual music acts that are in here. Every every right. everyone that's in here is a pastiche of a better band or a better, <laughs> totally, totally. better singer. I mean yeah. if you if you could go back to nineteen eighty four, take the exact same movie and make it with the stray cats mm-hmm. and make it with Michael Jackson instead of Jermaine Jackson and uh Madonna instead of Pia Zadora. Right. This right. movie would be huge. Absolutely. And talked about yeah, by yeah. everybody. And I mean, to be fair, I think you'd probably have to have better music too. You know, sure. you, it's not just about the performers, but the, I mean, the songs here are just like kind of laughably bad in a lot of cases. Just some of the lyrics are so ridiculous and on the nose. Mm. Um, I think that it's funny because this movie, I, I like, look, this movie has a sense of humor about itself too. Oh, for sure. You know, I mean, I would say that it's it's not it's not camp in the classic way of camp is that like it's failed seriousness right like this movie is never intending to be serious it's obviously supposed to be silly but it's almost like this movie is made for an ironic viewing future audience you know in a way that i don't even think you'd be able to ironically appreciate it in 84 um this is something where and again like if you're into like that whole kind of 80s you know kind of campy thing this is an absolute gold mine i think you could have appreciated this ironically in 84 sure i don't think that people would look at the music ironically right because right. i mean the music was very much special right. of its time <laughs> right yeah. you gotta get that bass in your <laughs> every, voice every, you oh, every episode there we go has to have hey. the mic <laughs> what's up Sean? Yeah, hey. slowly <laughs> Smoky. It's like, it's like that scene. Night. It's like that scene where he has that thing over. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, that was great. So I mean, there were little bits of of just complete joy in this. Absolutely. This this movie yeah. is complete joy. Yeah, definitely. Again, like there's a lot of really just grown worthy parts where just things really, really fall flat and you're like oh that's a terrible joke um but i think you know absolutely i guess what like the loft is going to be playing this is that right oh yeah um yeah. in a very very strange twist of fate uh-huh. uh this month which is june 2019 for those uh for people in the future the future <laughs> or the past <laughs> or the past right. you know with with that uh, we'll this get to month that. the loft in tucson uh is showing it, it's piazadora month <laughs> in, in the lot they're showing a different piazadora movie each week uh some have already been shown and then they're closing out the month with voyage of the rock aliens i forget which date it's which on. kind in in that in that one scene mm-hmm. does kind of work with pride month as well Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, actually was interesting because like that scene, I thought, because there's a lot of really kind of bad like 80s stuff in here there's a lot there's like the you know look at the the nerd and look at the fat mm-hmm. woman with you know like you know candy woman the uh, candy car uh, bars connected to her suspenders right you know and stuff like that and it's like uh you know okay that's awful but like in that scene like actually ended up being kind of progressive i don't understand i never felt that way about a guy before but it was kind of interesting yeah. you had the uh her friend who was the grease monkey yeah was, totally you know yeah, yeah, um, but uh, man, I don't know. I, I want to know what day it is. I want to make a trip. <laughs> but I was just—I, I, I, can you imagine seeing this with a packed That's theater? That's the thing, you know, because what I what I kept thinking about while watching this was, you know, like the experience of going to something like, for example, a, a you know, Dismember the Alamo, right? Where it's like you don't know what you're going to see, and then having this movie just dropped on you would just have to be such a great experience. Yes, yeah. you um, know, hundred percent, absolutely. And I think yeah, it'd be super super fun, even us knowing, you know, just because you got to figure that if people are going to see Voyage of the rock aliens at the loft they probably most of them haven't seen the movie either it's not sure. an easily accessible film no so they're just like hey this sounds fun but they have no idea what they're in for yeah i mean this would be an absolute blast well really you just good. you you read the synopsis sure. and even if you want to watch the trailer 
I mean, right away, you're you're just I have to see this. Yeah, yeah I need yeah. to know what this is about. And again, for me, I didn't watch that trailer, you know, so um, I went in completely clean from that. I mean, I'd, I'd seen the poster, that's all, uh, which is the way I like to do these things. And boy, I'm glad I'm glad I didn't know anything about this because it was a super enjoyable experience. So Monday the twenty fourth. It's a Monday. But oh. They're all on Mondays. It's their Mondo Monday series yeah. of, yeah. of well, films. So how do you explain the plot? <laughs> what happens from the beginning? We from see a, a flying V spaceship. Yeah, it's a guitar. It's a yeah. guitar-shaped spaceship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I actually thought at the beginning that it was going to be some kind of like anthology movie or something because you have this robot and he's in you know he's walking around and I don't know what what kind exactly looks like they tried to do Marvin the yeah, robot yeah, yeah. Type thing. Marvin and yeah, uh, Pez, reminded me of that. Pez dispenser combined <laughs> yeah totally right? yeah. totally or one of those large gumball machines that you would see in malls yeah like the right. big head yeah with yeah. a really big top so what happens like they hear music. And they're trying to find out the planet that the music came from. Is right. that right? Mm-hmm. They really like the music. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, there's a song that's playing over the beginning of the movie. And they're like, oh, where does this sound come from? So now we've got to go around and look everywhere for this sound. Show and, me what you got. <laughs> right. I need to see what you got. <laughs> and then so they, they basically go and like scan different planets. And then they show like what you see in the first one. I was Because I, I had no idea what this movie was. <laughs> yeah, the first right. one's like some like Sid and Marty. Croft like crazy. Yeah, it's like yeah. showbiz pizza right. kind of thing. Yeah, I know. I was like, what is this? Oh man. And then uh there was Planet Maylox that they Planet scanned Maylox. second. Oh. And all that was was like was, uh like big band dance yeah, hall. It was type like music. ballroom dancing. Yeah, ballroom dancing. yeah exactly. That's yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and then we get to <laughs> which is a really good sequence which again like okay so excised like from the film that's mm-hmm. one like this is got to be some kind of an anthology we go to this like kind of like post-apocalyptic planet or something um and which is america backwards right or yeah something like that <laughs> yeah and that's that's where we meet uh jermaine jackson uh-huh and as as rain he's credited as rain <laughs> what's the jermaine jackson gang then you have the motorcycle, the white motorcycle gang, right, right, with Pia Zadora, yeah, as the girlfriend of the lead of the white motorcycle gang. So I guess it's almost like, in this interesting way, it is like this almost like mirror of Earth, like if it's Earth backwards, sure. you know, because she's also the girlfriend of the leader of the gang in Earth later on, and I don't really. Well, see and they're that. all wearing black, so Craig totally. Schaefer's gang is wearing all black. The Pact. Yeah. yeah. Pack? Pack. 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 Yeah, yeah. Pack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Packed sure. would have been better. Because yeah. it's pack of, like, pumas. Yeah. They're pack. They, that's how or they, cougars. They well, or so basically, lions, like, whatever it is. So Pia Zadora <laughs> is on a motorcycle with her buddy, and, or her boyfriend, and his, like, all clad in white, like, with, like, white bandanas and, like, white sunglasses on. And then she, like, takes one look at Jermaine Jackson and his amazing Jerry Curl mullet. Mm-hmm. And she's just like starts mm-hmm. singing to him, and they start singing to each other. Like while she's like next to her boyfriend, she's like they're singing this love song. Well, and you have to remember that Jermaine Jackson is wearing the spirit Halloween version <laughs> of Michael Jackson's right. wardrobe. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, and then so of course, like the boyfriend of Pia Zadora, or like you know ba- whatever Pia whatever Zadora is, backwards yeah. is <laughs> the mirror, the like mirror version of uh, Pia Zadora, and so she like runs off. And and she's having like this love affair. It itty, it it did. So it's because it's Dee Dee, right? Right, right. So anyway, so Edie did it. So so then never like, established. They though. have so. it's like, and then it's like West Side Story, because then you know, of course, the two gangs have to fight, and so they have like a like a dance fighting song thing where they're like doing like dancing round round the roundhouse kicks yeah. yep. to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, and With I the was kung fu sounds so on board at this point. Like this was incredible. It's the bad music video. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, only, yeah, yeah. only totally. with Tremaine. Yeah. So then, um, you know, so basically at that point, and that's that's it. That's all we get for Tremaine Jackson. And so they basically have him in this movie on this other planet in this thing that doesn't really have anything to do with the rest of no. it. And it really feels like when we talk about like this is a hodgepodge, like I just like almost wonder like, was that like a different movie that they were shooting and then decided like they couldn't do the budget or something? I think, so they moved it to Earth? I think he and uh, her recorded the song. Got it. Got and it. then there, it's like, well, we need a promotional video for this because it's 1984. Right. So it's a music uh, video, basically. Yeah. So, so it's, yeah. that's why it's so entirely separate from the rest of the, the film. Although it's, you know, stamped right at the beginning of it. Yeah. 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 That totally makes sense. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. And then we go to Earth at that point so uh and when we do go to earth we've got (laughs) uh what just basically a beach sock hop that's happening looks like um so yeah that's pretty astounding as well so um yeah (laughs) well how do you even begin to talk about what happens in this movie which makes me think we're talking about your thing just keeps moving i know it's It's not going to be that one up there it's going to be that one down there but it's like really yeah i'll keep an eye on Okay, it's okay. <laughs> You're super distracted. By well, it. I am because I had to do a lot of work of shifting that video okay. back we'll and forth. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. okay. Oh, it's all right. Oh, okay. Okay. Just grip it. <laughs> it's just. A, I'm glad it's a video so we can see. You should. You should. While you're editing, zoom in on yourself, being like, "Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh!" Yeah, well, right. <laughs> um, I just had to look it up because I wasn't sure. Uh, but we were talking about the 50s pastiche through the lens of the 1980s. Mm-hmm. That was happening. You had Streets of Fire. Mm-hmm. You had bands like the Stray Cats. Right. When we were talking about the sock hop beach scene, it made me think of Back to the Beach. Which, totally. Which also was three years after this movie. <laughs> ska, ska, so, ska. Man, I think Voyage of the Rock Aliens was really inspiring to a lot of people. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, we should talk about that. There's a lot of things in this movie. First of all, this movie loves 50s sci-fi, low-budget, monster movie type things. There's a a giant leech squid Cthulhu type thing that that lives outside of the high school. Totally. It's never really explained except that, you know, it's the 80s or... We're so we're led to believe, and everything's polluted. Yeah, right. So stuff is starting to grow. Uh, but all the sets of like the spaceship, like the inside sets, are, they're all cardboard. They're, very much. They're they're as cheap as can be. They're very Buck Rogers. Um. And and and, uh, and I don't even know where. I'm well, going. all the high school stuff, I, and all this kind of uh, acid rain. Yeah commentary and uh well no and that wasn't really a commentary but mentions of it it was being topical of how can we make this like an environment not necessarily they weren't even going for no, it no, just what just happened to be was very these topical. things that were topical for yeah, 1984 right. which also re- I, you know right away i said this is so much like a light version of a trauma movie totally whether it's class of 99 or class of nukem yeah. high or the yeah you know toxy or something like that um I don't think they're even necessarily trying to say anything with it. It's no. just they knew that, that That's just what nukes it, was a hot-button thing, right? So yeah, this, they just kind of threw it in yeah, there. This was a musical. They were using whatever they could to get from one musical sequence to another. Right, which right. is what most musicals do. Sure, sure. Uh, the town was named Spielberg? Spiel, yeah, Spielberg. spelled differently. S-P-E-E-E dot dot. Now, <laughs> no, it was like uh, B-U-R-G-H? It was like S P it was a bird. I E L then B U R G H. I didn't think there was an I in there. Oh, really? I think it was just like yeah, two I think it was two E's. Oh, you're right. Spiel. Yeah, 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 totally. I'm sure at this point there's going to be maybe something on screen. Piazzadora laments that maybe. she'll that if she goes not, away with the aliens, she'll never see Spielberg again. Right. Oh my God. There's some good lines that she says. All my friends, All are, my in friends are in Spielberg. Spielberg. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so, so we get introduced to Craig Sheffer, um, who is 
basically comes out and he's upset that they're doing a song without him. And he's like, I get to say who gets to play music on this he's beach. He's always upset. Right, yeah. He's got, he's wearing like a crop top leather jacket, shirtless, <laughs> um, which is pretty remarkable for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> I remember what episode. I mean, we don't have to go by scene by scene, but there's like so much. It's like just playing and over and over again in my head. Oh, yeah. And then we got like, I think the worst song in the movie is the one. So we didn't even talk about the the crew, the Devo crew, and basically yeah, the, they they are the rock aliens, right? They are the rock aliens. Right. To be fair, and they did voyage to Earth, where the the robot goes into the fridge and he opens up like a like a six pack out of and it's little dolls yeah. Yeah. next next to a tuna sandwich <laughs> right. and all that exactly. Yeah. And then he like puts them into like a water thing and basically rehydrates them, and they come out <laughs> like the funniest things like the one comes out and he's still small and they just like put him back <laughs> right yeah um yeah and so they turn out to be like these devo guys and they sing this like really bad song i think that was like the worst song in the movie for sure um and uh they come yeah you know, kind of a bad introduction for, yeah totally for them totally absolutely. but they they just got out of the cryo freezer so right then maybe they're still a little groggy this movie has number ruth gordon in it as well that was a treat oh, i did yes. not expect that absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah. yeah, Ruth Gordon of uh, Harold and Maude fame, probably, totally. for, for most of the listening audience. Also, uh, Rosemary's Baby, I think a lot of people yes. know her from. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. She's an absolute delight. Mm-hmm. She she knows exactly what movie she's in, and she's having a lot of fun with it. Yeah, one of her last films. not Thankfully, not her last, last film, but one of her last ones. Um, and... Um, yeah, boy. So you've got <laughs> uh, the rock aliens meet Piazador. Now, do they meet that early? Well, they go to the teen teen hangout. Right. What is the right. name of it's the place? Called, it's <laughs> the restaurant is called. Oh God! It's I think it's called Teen Teen Hangout. No, is it it's not? three words. It's I three words, right? Popular teenage hangout. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll have it right here on the screen. Right, 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 right maybe. With the, with the chime effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so it, it, uh, you have, like, these guys, the Stray Cats, do a song Popular there. teen hangout. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's is that what it is? Called, yeah. yeah, yeah. So... Maybe. maybe i don't <laughs> Jinx. maybe i'm setting myself up uh, to use more sound effects yeah so i just really you've got you've got the squid in the lake the lake is like is all polluted you got the dude throws his his surfboard in there you've got the the and the, it dissolves right you got the beehive lady who's st- everything stuck oh, in her hair all the time more with that yeah they really could have they kind of dropped There's a that few one things they could have done a lot more with yeah they dropped that one at some point for sure um, but the, what's the general plot of this film? That Pia Zadora basically she her boyfriend Craig Sheffer won't let her sing in the band in her band. Yeah, his band. Yeah, exactly. Um, but apparently in any band, really, because he seems to control who gets to yeah. sing in this town. He controls the beach and everything surrounding it. It's kind of like Footloose, <laughs> in a way. Well, they're all high schoolers. We have, right. to, and I did not expect that. I, I didn't even realize that till more than halfway through. Yeah. Once they were at uh, Heidi High. Yeah, there's there's no real established, high. you know, high school plot at right. all. Right. No. Except for the bathroom scene. Oh God, the bathroom the scene. Dance sequence in the bathroom with Pia Zadora and what was what's the name of the actress that you that she um, her friend? Yeah, I'll, I'll look it up. Real who quick. is who I, is easily the best actress in yeah, this movie. Yeah, she was really good, actually. Act- yeah. Actor in this uh, movie. Alison LaPlaca. And, and, and what do we know yeah. her from? Because So, she's in a variety of things. She was in some early, um, like, uh, Fox Network shows, like, Duet and Open House, which is where Ellen DeGeneres, as far okay. as I know, got her start. Um, it's where I know her from. She's also, um, she's, she's in Fletch as a minor role. Actually, one of the things that I, I know her from the most is... Um, um, she was in uh, an episode, I think three episodes of, it was, I believe, Friends. 
um, I'm just, uh, yeah, Friends. So she plays a character named Joanna, but I remember her so clearly. She's in three episodes, okay. so she's okay. like somebody who one of the guys dates, yeah. and I just remember her very, very clearly from that um, as well. So I'm sure that's actually where a lot of people recognize her from, too. She, she's she's very good. She is very this. good. She, she has a, a special sequence with, uh, well, we haven't talked about that's the thing like and, and it's like as i'm going through it like how do you even begin to crack the nut of the plot of this movie there's so many things that happen ev- in this and movie. everything that happens just happens yeah, yeah. so we're get, we're about to be introduced to michael berryman and whom i'm assuming is his brother like that's supposed to be his brother <laughs> that's with them just his homie uh-huh. uh or his homie right. um they're escaping from a medical facility and to establish well, that they're cr- criminally insane, sure, medical facility. Sure. Right. Well, I don't think you have to escape from like a regular medical facility. <laughs> but it, do, it says that, right? It says yeah, it that says on the, the sign, criminally it says insane. criminally yeah. insane. So to establish this, right. we have one of the aliens go up to the hospital. <laughs> I don't know why. Le- do we know why? No, no reason. Why? None. And and just basically makes a phone call right says, back, i'm here says, i can't get in yeah and and that's it then leans up against the wall chainsaw which is the character that's played by michael berryman referred to by his power tool of choice escapes from the medical facility criminal for the criminally insane for the right. criminally insane by chainsawing his way out of the of the door and then his buddy just follows behind him with whatever medical apparatus he's attached to absolutely and he's like breathing through it right yeah it's kind of like um got a mask and he's breathing through it and i was thinking during that sequence that that's like kind of like a scary thing for the actor you know in like what is obviously this fairly low budget movie and it's like you have to stand there while somebody on the other side chainsaws oh yeah and they don't know where you are they can't see through i mean i'm sure obviously like okay we're gonna get but i pretty close like it was going pretty close to the arm there i was like that was like pretty good and the guy handled it well like you i was like even looking for the actor to be like oh is he like actually freaking out right now and he seemed like he was like staying in character um so i think that was pretty good he, he knew where his ex was they needed yeah. to stand on yeah looney tunes and it's, it's like a monkeys episode yeah Just, totally you know, yep. it, zaniness happens move on to the next zany scene yeah it's it's or and then musical number and, you know sort of thing right but you know and you thought like that that might have been the last we saw of Barryman, you know, and I thought that very well could have been as well, right? It's just a little cameo because you know, like, we aren't seeing Jermaine Jackson again, so why would we expect <laughs> right, Michael right. Barryman yeah, to come? They, yeah, they exactly. set the expectations very early. In yeah, the totally. Film. But he ends up to be a pretty major character that actually has like a romantic, you know, Sub-plot. little storyline. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. As opposed to, like you said, Jermaine, right? And the principal also was very short and brief. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Trying to kick all the kids out because there have been lots of murders. <laughs> which we don't see. Which, yeah, we, no, 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 I was trying to think, like, how many murders did we see right. yeah. up to that point? Because, really, I, Michael Berryman just brushed someone's teeth and opened a can. Yeah, I was going to say, did you see any murders? I don't remember. Did we see any? No, no, no. But I, I need to call attention to the can opener scene because that's that's quite possibly <laughs> one of the, yeah. the best scenes I've seen in a movie in a right. while. So good. Yeah, Michael Berryman comes yeah. after a uh, security guard with various weapons. Right. He keeps losing them. And at one point, he grabs out of nowhere a normal countertop it, can electronic opener. Electronic can, can opener. <laughs> and the the cop who's like on his butt like trying to grab something actually finds a can <laughs> that he presses up against the can opener <laughs> and he uses to defend himself and then the soup or whatever count, yeah. you know, ends up spilling out yeah. all over yeah. him. this is a really good gag definitely yeah that was uh, that was solid um so let's talk about the phone booth okay so you literally have they're like we need to uh, transport and i say what's our method of transport and well, from the ship to yeah earth. from yep. the ship to earth right and it's a phone booth it's a phone booth like just like the one in bill and ted yeah a mob and bell we're, phone booth. immediately we're like oh wow that's crazy that really really looks um you know a whole lot like bill and ted's and then when it lands it like lands almost exactly like the one in bill and ted yeah because i mean bill and ted 
Well, I'd like to joke stole that from this movie, but realistically, yeah. I think both of them are going for the same joke that they're both parodying Doctor Who, right? Which right. which was aired in America at the time, and of course, the Europeans loved it. Sure. So yeah, you have them traveling in a phone booth. Right. Okay, haha, funny visual joke, but it really does look yeah. more like the Bill and Ted. It's got the version. smoke coming out, it's like got the blue light. Every, everybody's yeah. cramped into it, exactly. like at the end of. Uh, excellent adventure yeah absolutely the, the lights flicker around it and there was something else so you even has to dial eight to get transported right back to the ship right so there's you had i know it's uh, uncanny we saw that there was the the breakfast club which i guess this is the same year as breakfast club yeah, same year as breakfast so club. we can't really say that they kind of got that from that but there's like the the whole kind of like dance thing right that they're doing in a line and there was another thing too I can't remember what it is now. There was like another thing that we're like, holy crap, that's another thing that was, you know, a couple of years before this was a couple years before that. And it's like uncanny. I can't remember what it is now. Um, but yeah. So you got, are there any of the major characters we didn't cover? What was your guys' favorite song? What was your favorite musical sequence? Uh, pro- well, probably the opening song is, yeah. is the best, I think. The yeah, yeah. When the Rain, well, which is also the closing song. Yeah, the yeah. When the totally. Rain Begins to Fall. Yeah. Which was a hit in the UK. Uh, yeah. It was like number seven on the charts <clears throat> in the UK. Yeah, mine had to be the, the Nature of the Beast one with Craig Sheffer. <laughs> uh, second that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty good. So you've got, he, he's singing this song. Well, he's not singing it. Someone well, okay, else is yeah. Singing someone someone else is singing it, but his character right. is singing this song. And this is like a sudden character turn, by the way, because basically Piazadora, she ends up like, you know, she goes away as far as he knows with the alien dude. And he's like, missing her and he's like looking at his his uh a picture of her inside of his locker at school and he's like oh, oh, not just a it's like five lockers five that lockers open up yeah. into open up to yeah, have yeah. a sex dungeon like yeah. behind there like exactly. a velvet walled and like so trine he starts to like sing a song you know about how you know he has to like not he can't be himself and he misses her and everything and then like this what did you say it was was what kind of beast did you say? We thought it was a cougar. puma. Did you say it was a I cougar? It was a cougar. I don't know. <laughs> like again, not a zoologist uh, here to, to steal your joke, Sean. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a cougar starts to like walk down the hall of the school, and then like he's doing like this song. He's singing this song, and it like keeps on fading to this cougar, and then it's like got him standing like out in wilderness, like next to a tree. He's like singing this song with like his open shirt well, and, and the looking... song was very reminiscent of of greece yeah, yeah the point yeah. where he's you know like lamenting lamenting totally yeah. totally yeah absolutely um and uh and but then you've got these two dancing girls that like show up behind him and they're dressed up like in like leopard print yeah and they're like doing oh, these yeah. dances and they're going like it's so good. And then they found this one like crevasse oh, that they man. just used over and over again where they're like spreading back and forth. And then Craig is like doing like push ups. It was yeah. so from you, one side to the have other. You guys, are yeah. you guys familiar with uh, the work of Chris Lilly at all? It doesn't ring any bells. No um, bells oh, so like Summer Heights High or, or Angry Boys or anything? No. So, okay. Well, there's, it's really, I would highly recommend you watch. He's a uh, New Zealand comedian. I think you guys would love him. Okay. Um, he does all these different characters, but he does this uh, one character named Smouse. And um, he's like a rapper and he has this music video. And it's got, it's like me and you in the animal zoo. And it's got all, it's like very much like that. And, and it's like almost to the point where I'm like, like, is this like a weird callback to the Voyage of the Rock Aliens? Because it's got like these women in stuff like that, like going like this and everything. It's so good. Well, I think I think that's the music vid- video inspiration totally. of this film sleeve too. I mean, yeah, yeah. in the in the early eighties, you had a lot of uh, music videos that just randomly had weird shit going on. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, there was a Madonna video that had a lion walking through it. I can't. It, was it like a virgin? I can't. I can't remember off the top of my head. But there's it, just this. It line. was like a virgin. Yeah. yeah. And then had the guy with. The, it, yeah. And know. then you had like the guy with the lion mask, and that's right. the whole intent. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, it's it's get it similar. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 
just that was a pretty remarkable sequence for sure (laughs) and like just zoom in on his eyes um yeah pretty good stuff but then also the one on the spaceship with piazadora and the alien dude and it's like the super sappy love song and they're like holding each other's arms and twirling and there's fog rolling and everything back to back yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it's like prom photos, mm-hmm. like homecoming photos. <laughs> oh man, um, ha huh, yeah. So the robot has to come to Earth with them. Oh yeah, and okay, okay, okay. and when yeah. when he comes to to Earth, he can't be walking around. Oh yeah, this as, is, as this a is, giant cylindrical. Here we go. Here's robot. Sean's. So he t- they they favorite. turns into a a a common uh, fire hydrant. Well, what did you want initially? I, once as we saw soon the, the as change. I saw him turn into a fire hydrant, I'm like, a dog has to piss on this fire hydrant. <laughs> well, I'm saying, what what did you want initially when they knew that, that you know you have to change your form because we have every planet that we've been to has never seen anything like you, and you have to kind of assimilate your uh, form on this planet. Right. So that, and we were all like, oh, please be like, you know, some. Oh, big, I was like, please be a hot chick. Please be a hot yeah. chick. Like, uh, it just seemed, it just like, seemed that like so was generically. Was yeah. yeah. Um, but it was a fire hydrant. But it was a fire hydrant. And so then, you know, the first thing is like, this is a silly movie. A dog has to piss on this fire hydrant. You know, it's it's just, the, what, right. what other joke you are you going to do? It's so bad. But this film got me twice <laughs> with the fire hydrant. Uh, first of all, the very first thing that happens is he appears on the on the sidewalk and a cop tickets the <laughs> car that's parked right in front of him <laughs> as if that fire hydrant had always been there. Right. And he even thanks the officer for whatever reason. Right. Uh, but so you have the whole parking in front of a hydrant joke. And then finally, towards the end of the movie, spoiler alert, when... <laughs> A dog does come to the fire hydrant. It's like trying to get him away, like shoo, 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 right. shoo. And I'm like, it's finally happening. <laughs> and guys, the fire happening. hydrant starts essentially peeing yeah. on the dog. Right. Like yeah. water's coming out of the fire hydrant, and yeah. the dog's like, oh my God, what's going on here? And runs away. It was really transformative moment Priceless. of Priceless. Yeah, absolutely. Priceless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say that is, it's not quite as good as the electric can opener versus can. No. But it's no. up there. But I wasn't expecting the can opener and the can, right. and I was expecting the joke that they took up another notch. Yeah. Totally. Uh, so, so kudos for the writing staff yeah. on uh, joke writing staff. Another super the good Rock joke Aliens. is uh, you've got uh, so you've got a uh, chainsaw and I can't remember what, you know Wheezy whoever is a guy that he goes with and they go to a, a gun store and they just like buy all these guns <laughs> like just a huge huge amount of guns which Some, they don't somehow use. on credit right exactly like um, and a claymore even uh, and then he's going down this they're going down the street with this shopping cart full of guns and you got ruth gordon as the inept uh like sheriff Mm -hmm. and she looks out the window and she's like keep up the good work boys (laughs) you know she's like oh out there exercising their freedom to bear arms the right to buy bear arms it's a pretty good joke and i remembered the other one weird science that's right yeah yeah so there's like a weird science moment um which i don't know you want to explain what happens there i don't know if it, it's yeah. really explainable but at one mm-hmm. point the, the <laughs> aliens are in the uh, popular, popular team hangout. hangout right uh right and and they explode uh one of them explodes uh-huh. i don't i don't know well, the for main what guy. reason uh it, 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 was it, a, did a girl it, touch him or something no or? he saw pia zadora oh and, that's and it turned it him on so much right that his whole body came. It's pretty, it's pretty much running theme through her films. Uh, so you are the expert. So he blows up. Does everybody Head in wins. the in the right. in the place really react? No. The, the aliens collect the body parts. They of their react friend more and, when they just walk in, right? Than, than when he literally explodes. They gather right. all the body parts of him, take him back to the ship, flatten him out. <laughs> and then right. feed the the yeah feed the it into the computer back into the thing like when weird science when they're putting the magazines of the different yeah. girls uh and then they ha he comes back out well, they, one solid what flat they, piece yeah what they did is they 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 
they flattened everything out, all the components, and they they put it like onto one big long piece of paper, and like the head was here, then the arm was here, and then the legs were here, and the torso was there. So it was in the wrong order. So then they had to feed it through the computer, then it spit back out as one complete like sheet of paper right, right. that was put back together. That then then they put them on the pumped. table. Yeah, and then they had to pump them up right, into right, the life right. size. Yeah, science, alien. science, right. science. That's how with happens. with the, kind of the you know the again the music in the background being that oingo boingo ish. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, so th- I mean, this movie is ahead of its time. Very much. Yeah, very much. Or it's just a product of the environment, a product of the time. It's it's a product of its time. I just think it had a little bit of inspiration going forward that it probably didn't even anticipate creating obviously yeah i I mean i'm curious how many people actually saw this movie Uh, you know i don't know if if many people did at least three people 1984 was like the hot year for me when i was just die ingesting everything really that i possibly could and paying attention to as much as i possibly and somehow this this slipped your radar just i've never heard of this before I mean, maybe it might have been a musical thing because I wasn't, you know, at at that age, ten years old, ten or eleven. I wasn't. I mean, I never. I, I was more of a. That's Fangoria the same year guy as than, you know, Ghostbusters was right. eighty four. Yeah. Night of the Comet. Night of the Comet. You know, Last all those stuff. Yeah, all that. So stuff. many was, better movies. That's what I'm saying. I was paying <laughs> attention Gremlins. hard to that stuff. Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. 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 Eighty four. Eighty four is a solid year. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean. I don't know, and it just became more solid for me. I don't know if I've 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 oftentimes gone through trying to figure out what's the best year of the eighties. Eighty four is up there. It's either eighty four, eighty seven, or eighty two. It's always been eighty two for me, but like I don't know. <laughs> like uh, eighty two had some great content, and I think yeah. eighty four was the most fun. Totally, yeah. That's you know, that's it, really a really good way to say it for sure. So, would you recommend this movie? Oh hell Fuck yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Every, everybody needs this movie in their life. Even, they, even if you don't think you do, you do. Yeah, it's it's really like a perfect storm. Um, you know, I mean, are there better you know '80s musicals? Absolutely. But it's it's so. I, I guess I want to you know ask this: like, would where would you rank this against like something like The Apple? That's kind of a different beast. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I this, wow, no one has ever said this before <laughs> in the history of anything. The Apple is a better constructed movie right, right. than this by far, because this is a music video. Sure. And that is a musical, right. for all intents and purposes. Right, right. Uh, the 80s gave us some great musicals. Oh, yeah. Uh, even, yeah. even stuff that you don't think about is musicals like little shop of horrors sure is is fantastic but i don't know man i I just saw xanadu earlier this week yeah and and i love xanadu you know Mm. and and i love the apple i don't i don't think either i don't think this is a better musical than either one of those movies but i I think that i think this is more watchable than this is more watchable than back to the beach Oh, I like Back to the Beach. That's fine. Shots words. fired. Yeah. Why oh why oh why did I ever leave Ohio? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I, I said it. Can, <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm you not, can. I'm, I'm, I'm I can't take it back. I, 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 don't, I don't even want to. <laughs> I mean, you're coming off the heels of six Pia, Des- Pia Zadora movies. Right. Well, yeah. this, well is, this is this the is six. Seven. This, oh, is, this the is the six. six. Yeah. Um, this is far and away because I'm not going to count hairspray. Uh, the best Piazzadora experience you can possibly have. Yeah. fucking <laughs> Far and away the best Piazzadora experience you could possibly have. Because uh, <laughs> this is the. I think. I think this is okay. Um, just a little quick rundown because I think this was the last movie that Piazzadora was in, aside from Hairspray, where she played a character. And she's and not just Pia not Zadora. just playing herself in a small role, you know. Uh, but I think this is the last movie that she had as a as an actual actress, right? Except for the hairspray scene. Um, by far her best work. 
<laughs> by far her best work. Um, she, she really she okay, gave it her all yeah. in this. I gotta say, you know, I mean, is she a good actress? No, no. no. Well, she's got presence. She's a good dancer. She's yeah. a good dancer. You know, she, and performer. she's a she's a fine performer. Right. She's a fine singer. Right. And she didn't. She was not phoning it in. You know, I think I could say probably Craig Sheffer was like phoning it in a bit. You know, like there's some some of these people I don't think were bringing their full did he, fire. Did he have to phone in just standing there and looking sad <laughs> right, all the time? Yeah. Like he didn't really I mean, stretch much further than it's that. It's a good point. It's a good point. But I mean, seeing him in something like Nightbreed, like he is capable mm-hmm. of acting. And I, you know, so I don't know if he was necessarily taking this as seriously, but it really felt like Pizadoro. She was like throwing her whole soul into this role. She was is giving the absolute maximum pia yes you know yes like and and i and i really do respect that you know i mean there was just like there was a passion there from her performance that again like maybe the talent isn't there but if the talent was fully there like this movie wouldn't be what it is you know this movie is special because of its you know imperfections and the way it just throws everything and i think that by the way if you're looking for like ideas of like 80s outfits freaking watch this movie oh my god yeah this mo- yeah, yeah absolutely it's just such like an inc- like a like a explosion of of ridiculous 80s fashion mm. and and even at the time like absolutely over the top it reminds me that in uh national lampoon's european vacation uh-huh. when they decide to go shopping for european fashion right, and they right. come out yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's totally. not just wall to wall yeah in this film yeah for sure and then plus the the whole 50s influence because there were times when i was watching the film going is this supposed to be in the 21st century like it said it was supposed to be or is this actually the 50s but then there were things that would tell you that no this is not the 50s it's kind of just the you know just a mix of all these different and it's something that's so you know it's and and it it constantly blows my mind and i know it's like obviously everybody knows this but it's like a couple of years ago at least it was the same distance f- between the 80s as for them the 50s was right and well that's so, like streets of fire right, right? Yeah. what they call that like a fantasy musical or sure. there was some tagline that just fit right. that description perfectly for yeah. what it was and it's a crazy thing to me to like think because we are all of an age that we remember the 80s mm-hmm. like we grew up in the 80s we have memories of going to see these movies in the 80s and we remember 80s music and that's and we all obviously love 80s culture and we love the music of the 80s and the films of the 80s and all that stuff and really what it was is you had all these people that grew up when they were kids, it was the 50s. And then, so mm-hmm. when they grew up, they wanted to make movies that were calling back to the 50s. And it's the same thing that's like why we had all these explosion of 80s type movies, right? And Synthwave and all that kind of stuff. I mean, really, Synthwave is rockabilly, right? I mean, that's the reason we have Synthwave. It's basically what the Stray Cats was back then. Um, and so, and so you, could you say that mm-hmm. that is even kind of a call to Back to the Future? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure that's exactly why Back to the Future was indeed set in the 50s. It was it was the same thing. Well, because I I, I just I remember right. wanting to see Back to the Future because it had to do with time travel. Totally. Right. My parents wanted to see the movie mm-hmm. because it had all these elements from the 50s sure. and it was nostalgic for them and that's absolutely. why it just it was this thing that was cross generations. Yeah. You know, and how accurate, you know, well, as accurate as it possibly could be right. to show the 50s, but it's like Oh, it's so, you know, it's so nice to see, like, the streets, you know, the difference between what 85 looks like and what 55, you know, what I remember and, and, uh, you know... This movie has everything and the kitchen sink thrown in. Big time. Just when you think you have figured everything out, they introduce new characters, they introduce <laughs> new situations. Right. Some they decide to kind of flesh out a little bit more, and some they just decide to throw away. There, there's completely. entire plot points that just get thrown by the wayside. <laughs> yeah. Entire plot points. Uh, I, I, the aliens, or the main alien... A B C D A B C D all the different aliens. By um, the way, it's like you've got one is A B C D, and then they've got like basically they're going like little groupings of the alphabet, and one of them's just the vowels. Right, and when when uh, when the gal that you mentioned is naming uh-huh. them off, right. 
and she gets to the vowel one, she's like, A U. But why would you not the, the, say like A B C D right. as a, a person living here on Earth? That's the joke. But that, that is the joke because that guy, everybody else, she's just kind of naming off and phonetically right. speaking. Right. spelling out the alphabet <laughs> and when she gets to the vowels she not only doesn't recognize right. the cadence of what's happening here <laughs> but when she says i you the alien's right. like yeah that's close enough like <laughs> and i'm like that's right. A, right. none of the other guys mentioned anything when they right. called her name or their name yeah totally uh, but yeah when the the aliens apparently have no emotion from the planet that they're yeah came from right however but not true uh, well, the, the, it's removed from them mm-hmm. and their planet. That's yeah, well, because then, well, then the guy says, like, because he's like falling for her, and then he like tells her, and that's the whole reason she like leaves him in the end because he's like, you know, because he's like, come to my planet, be in my band, but you have to remove all your emotions, and it's easier this way, and da 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 da. And she's like, oh no, that's good. Um, I'm gonna get out of here. Peace out. Right, but he says. I've got to have a reset when I get back, right? So it's just basically, it's like, yes, they could have emotions, but they probably like, like need to. Like the further they get away from the right. planet or something, our Well, they have like this on. little jewel or something, I, it, and kind of like a lobotomy sort of feel to it. Right. Where they turn off your your emotions. Well, no wonder they just go around doing whatever the hell they want, looking <laughs> for good music. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I do that too. Yeah, totally. Why even go back? Uh, fun movie yeah. i mean definitely really good like i just think for for what it is um you know like i i think that the, all the ways that it's bad are what make it good mm-hmm. and it's i wouldn't call it so bad it's good you know it's not like one of those it's not it's not like just a terrible no, 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 movie it's not a terrible you, movie at all yeah that you just laugh at but it's 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 a really kind of like uncynical movie um it's just like pure 80s style excess um it's just like a really big blast like this is a movie i promise you if you haven't seen it if you can get your hands on it you have you've got the german dvd um obviously it's something that you can get your hands on if you have ways of playing region free Mm -hmm. stuff right um if you want to have a movie night and sit down with your friends you know drink whatever you do you can't go wrong with this movie well there's no over-the-top violence no uh, you know, Look, graphic wise, right. there's really no swearing it's, that it's I noticed. It's incredibly so, all ages. So and there's well, one. There's nudity. one. Yeah. There's oh, random there is, one nipple. There is right. Nudity, right. Yeah. Nudity, right. Yeah. It's like it's like I just think it's hilarious. And, they and just throw that in Surprisingly, it's not Piazzadora. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> what does this have a rating? Um, I'm curious. Well, it's, it's well, got the German rating. I'm just curious what the German rating is. Even uh, I can't even see. Dein Schwarzhofen Hocken. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I. Uh, I don't. Know, I'll look it up on IMDb. See if it says. But it, uh, my guess is, it, you know, because at the time in '84, that's probably a Wood Warrant PG, even with the nudity. Sure. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. yeah. Because you know, that's just that's how freaking. Well, it was and, okay, PG-13. and then all all the menu. PG. There, there was. It was yeah. 1984. PG-13 just yeah, started exactly. with because uh, of Gremlins, right? Or because of, I believe it was. Gremlins. So it yeah. had it had the menu options, and we decided to click through because it was all in German, so uh-huh. we didn't really know where where we were going or navigating toward. Right. We watched an alternative opening, which really wasn't that different. Yeah. Sure. Uh, but the alternative ending for UK, yeah, completely omitted. Like the last song, the last song. Well, with, not well, the last song, the, but like the last Pia visual. They cut out Pia and Schaefer. Yeah. I yeah, wonder, yeah. did they just want to get the f out of the movie? I wonder if it was, uh, yeah, if it was a timing thing. I, I, th- I really think that it, it's the same song that opens the movie that ends the movie. Yeah, because the song and, is still there. I mean, it's cut up because they cut out. Right. Um, I, I think it's an issue of somebody lips and Schaefer lip syncing over Jermaine Jackson's vocals. Right. That's possible it, it, because Cause like maybe yeah. he had an issue with that, and he's like, "Yo, what are you doing? Right. You're freaking having some other dude sing over my voice at the end of the movie." And for whatever reason, I mean, do we even know if this got a release in the United States? I've seen I've seen posters for it, as yeah. I alluded to last week, but that right. doesn't necessarily mean anything. Too, it could be mean that it was being prepared to but go. But you to want one of those and- posters now, don't you? 
Time. It's a great poster. I got, I got, eight, he is I got eight bucks. No, you know, got... no, no, no. What we need is we need that Craig Schaefer poster that was in the women's bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like the pan- we need the glamour the, the, shot. We have like the, it's like the only sequence I've ever seen where you have like a dance sequence of like legs underneath the stalls in a bathroom. Oh you yeah, know? yeah, like with yeah. the the, with the underwear. Yeah, down. The, yeah. yeah the everyone's ankles. wearing different underwear. And some are wearing none at all. Everyone's wearing none at all. Yeah, Racy. Exactly. That, that yeah. was the joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, bathroom dance sequence. Uh, yeah, like, but it's also like a slasher movie for a little bit. Like, it's just it's a lot of different things. Um, yeah, like it turns into wacko for a second. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. But but this is a delight as a result. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Is, yeah, that's why I said it's just yeah. a big soup of all these ideas just thrown in. This this is the most fun movie that we've done. I think, oh yeah. I mean, you know, certainly we had a lot. Of, you know, I would say if we're not counting the Breen stuff, definitely. No, no, just know? just the Yeah, absolutely. You know, and the the Cinema Fantasco definitely the most fun for sure. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for you. having us. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, cultfollowing.co. will get you navigated to not only us, but a whole bunch of other things with yeah. written reviews, uh, our earlier podcasts, occult following so stuff. So many. Other Almost cinema fantastico stuff. I mean, there's just a bevy and bevy of five years worth of things that we've yeah. been pounding the dirt Content. With and, we have so much content. Yeah. You can't handle all the content. Content. There's so much content. So uh, no excuse to be bored uh, when you are around us. Uh, also, we didn't introduce ourselves. Um, so, last time but uh, for, you know, in case people do want to know. Three um, guys in a cup. I, uh, this is Kyle McLaughlin. <laughs> um, of course. Yeah, totally. And then uh, this is uh, Von... Uh, Von Rutkowski. Von Rutkowski. And... Um, <clears throat> My name is Pia Zadora. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys.